0: Hey, friends, you're listening to Worst Show Ever. I'm your host, CJ Boyd. I'm here with Mariah Parker, aka Lingua Franca, partner Deidre.
1: Hey,
0: there. thanks, y'all, for joining. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, we're at Treefort in Boise, Idaho. Ooh, ooh. It's a good time. Um, both played shows here, have been having a lot of fun. I came to Treefort already knowing that I was really looking forward to your set, and that we really it was really good. And I was stoked that you were into sharing your worst show ever. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: I also uh, really enjoyed your set, so this is a honor and a privilege.
0: Oh, sweet. Well, tell me about the bad stuff.
1: All right. So, there I was, December 7, 2017. Okay. Um, I was on tour with my friend Dope Knife, who was a rapper from Savannah, and um, his manager, Danny, just driving down from Georgia through Florida, uh, Louisiana, Alabama, into Texas. We're in Texas. Okay. And... Uh, we have, a, we have two shows in this town called Baytown, Texas. We are trying to get into Houston, but it didn't really work. So we got, found <laughs> something in this little town outside of Houston called Baytown. And we got a house show and then just some club show the night after. Yeah. Uh, don't know really much about what's going on, because that's like the nature of touring oftentimes. Yeah. So show up. House show's amazing. House show's so great. Have a great time. Um, we meet the, uh, the promoter of the next night show, and he's like, guaranteeing it's going to be... Even better, it's gonna be so amazing. So we show up um, at the venue, and it's, I guess, in this little strip mall. Like The only other thing, only other business in there is like a little quick mart it has got like, you know, Red Bull and lotto tickets and stuff. And um, we walk in the venue, and there is just like this dark atrium where it's just lined with little slot machines and like gambling. Uh, machines that are all lit up and making noise and stuff, and there's a single woman sitting in this like kind of plush, rotatey chair, uh, just smoking cigarettes and playing the uh, slot machines by herself. And she just looks up and just looks away. And we don't see anyone else okay. in the venue, so we go we go through this atrium area, kind of going through this weird hallway. We start to notice like the walls are lined with like this black plastic, like black plastic bag kind of material. Huh at okay. certain points like tarps or like a, tarp? like a black tarp yeah it's like all lined with black tarp and then we walk through and we get into this huge open area I'd say I don't know maybe like 200 capacity space it's like yeah. concrete floors concrete ceiling and then just like this black tarp material all over the walls and like not even like lining the walls it's like in these angular ways it's as if it's like covering giant pieces of furniture cars even like it's covering okay. something back there <laughs> we're not really sure what it is yeah and we're like, okay, this looks decent. I mean, given how little I know about this town and how sketchy the scenario is, um, there's not going to be 200 people here, but uh, that's fine.
0: It's tour. Yeah, do you know, is Baytown, I don't know anything about Baytown. I
1: don't either. It's kind of a, like a suburb of, if you say it's about the 20 or 30 minutes outside.
0: Okay, and is that it like closer to Galveston?
1: Which side is Galveston on? I mean, Galveston's
0: also on the water, so I'm guessing... Okay, okay,
1: yeah, it's probably closer to Galveston. Yeah, yeah. And later, one of the people at the show said that, like... Galveston is so weird because there's like a chemical treatment plant, yeah, yeah. like nearby, and like the chemicals are like flowing into the river and like making everyone like crazy and weird. Like lead poisoning. Lead poisoning. Yeah, totally. And so I, bl- I believed it. I
0: believed it. <laughs> I know some folks. Given the weird. events that were to come, they're brilliant weird, but they're yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. Weird. That
1: good, good weird. Yeah. Some of there's so this show was bad weird. Um, so. Yeah, set up our stuff, kind of milling around. Some people from the house show the night before, they really loved it, so they said they're gonna come through. And so, like, uh, we're waiting on them show up. And then we see these two dudes roll in, who I guess are the opening act. They have on, like, I don't know, like drug rugs and like bandanas and stuff. It seemed like, you know, nice, <laughs> but they're like very quiet. Very quiet. They stand in the corner by themselves over there. Um, and so, 10 o'clock rolls around, show starts. Um, we're the only people there, so. But uh, the promoter goes over to Humboy. He's like, "Yo, get up on stage. Time you do your, do your thing."
0: You said it's like ten o'clock. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. like
1: it's like sh- it's like game time.
0: And there's like nobody there. There's just, there's like just
1: us and like the rapper dude and his buddy, the promoter, and then like us. So that's it.
0: And, that's, that's it. and the ladies and, and the ladies smoking machines.
1: and playing shot slot
0: machines still, in the other room. I'm still yeah. trying to understand it. So the venue has a has a slot. It's like a gambling room.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like part of the venue. Yeah. Okay.
1: And I also forgot to mention it was they lost their liquor license, so we had to go oh. to the quick mart next door and buy beers and bring it in to drink. Okay. Yeah, yeah, which is kind oh. of the move. Um, <laughs> so That's why no one came? <laughs> well, then I later found out that they were like, yeah, this place is like closing in three days, but like I booked the show, and so I asked them to keep it open, and so they kept it open for like a couple days longer just for oh. y'all to be here. <laughs> So, there's a lot going on in this venue. Okay. I mean, not like socially, like people wise, like yeah. audience, but like, I don't know, the <laughs> business relationships. On, yeah. There's a lot going on in the business relationships at the venue. So, homie gets up and like, you know, you see this sometimes in rap shows, but like, for some reason, this was particularly just terrible. You know, plugs his phone in to like the eighth inch that goes up to the subs and the speakers and everything. And all I remember is two things. He's got, like, he's, he's, just, he's just rapping over his own songs. Like, yeah. it's just, like, the songs he recorded and put on SoundCloud. And he's, like, rapping over them.
0: Wait, wait, so, like, the instrumentals of them?
1: The song. Like, his voice. Oh. He's, like, doing yeah, karaoke, karaoke <laughs> to his own song. Not even karaoke, because at least they have instrumental versions the karaoke. That's yeah. what I'm trying
0: to say. You're <laughs> saying these are the songs, this is exactly the song you would hear on SoundCloud. Right, you
1: could hear his voice, and then you could hear this thundering other thing in the background, which was also his voice, okay. in the song. Right. Um, and so he did that for all of his songs. I just remember the worst song though, that just made me want to like put my face in my hands and just like cry. It was that what was it? Um, uh, you like something like you know I'm bad, but you know I'm a demon fucking on these hoes and then fill them with the semen like it was like really it was like really really Oh, was just
0: no 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 I, no no no, I, no. Yeah, I say, and it just went over
1: and over again he just kept saying it over and over oh, that was like a hook that was like the hook only it went for like <laughs> 16 bars I'm just like
0: Jesus man I'm picturing there's like a point where he thought of this He was like Yo, demon rhymes with semen. <laughs> oh man, I gotta use oh. that. How come nobody's using that? Like how come that isn't like <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, Mind love, blown. love
0: rhymes with above. People people, you know, do that know all that. time. There we so go, yeah. Why is semen and demon not? <laughs> demon? <laughs> it's
1: it's an obvious rhyme. analogy. Obvious <laughs> analogy. Love and
0: above semen and demon.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, um, I felt really bad, but no one clapped after any of his songs, because I just couldn't. It was really bad. Well,
0: because no one was there but There was God. no one
1: there but us, but I just yeah. couldn't. I was, I was like, <laughs> like, offended. <laughs> offended as an artist that this was happening. Um, anyway, so he gets down off stage, and he and his friend immediately bolt out of the venue. He, like, unplugs his phone.
0: Okay. Maybe break out between. of embarrassment. Yeah,
1: they bolted. So, now it's just us. Thankfully, some people from the house show did show up, and so that's nice. Um, my friend uh, Knife, he went on and did his thing and he's amazing uh even with five people in the crowds very like in, um enrapturing uh and then i got i got up to do my thing and i said you know there's no one here there's like like five people here and they just they just saw me all just saw me play last night it's probably like the same songs. So like what can i do different and so i um i had my gold bike there
0: mm-hmm.
1: um i don't know if you knew that the gold bike oh. is real
0: I assumed it was real. The gold but it's I, I have a real gold it. bike. Yeah, okay. yeah.
1: Which I usually t- bring with me to shows if it's like driving distance.
0: Okay. Here at for It was if a, folks don't know, Mara has a song, uh, is it called Gold Bike? It is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so usually I bring my bike on tour. Um, and I had brought it. I brought it with me to Baytown. So yeah. I um, popped it off the little stand. Usually I, like do a little stationary bike thing, okay. you know? Pop it off the stand. Grabbed a wireless mic and then like I just rode around the venue on my bike, <laughs> um, zigzagging and doing little donuts and singing the gold bike.
0: Like while you were doing While something. I was
1: rapping, yeah, yeah. And so, at the end of the night, I just packed up our stuff and said, you win some, you lose some.
0: Okay. I mean, do you feel like people enjoyed yeah. that?
1: Yeah, they seemed to have a good time. It was very intimate. Um, yeah. and. It's kind of like a little, you know, like, like, almost like a kickback. Like the five people who came, they brought some wine with them. Right. They were just like chilling in these little plastic folding chairs, drinking and like laughing and hanging out. And we're very, very kind, sweet people. And yeah. I think we all had a fun time despite it all. I was a little anxious because I thought like I was really just going to perform to like the homies who would were just on tour with me. And that was going right. to be it. Right,
0: right, right.
1: Or just cancel it. Just like, I guess we're going to go home. I don't know. This is
0: weird. But uh, it worked out. Well and so I'm thinking about the situation where the place has, was supposed to close. Yeah. And they kept it open. I'm I'm taking from that, maybe I'm wrong, but that they were like, Yeah, we'll keep the place open. I mean we're not gonna promote. Yeah. We're not I mean we're we're done.
1: We're done. But like if but you we'll wanna unlock have it,
0: the door. Yeah, pretty you, much. Yeah. Which is one of those things where like it's on their end it might have seemed like they're doing you a favor but it's not (laughs) no it's not a favor (laughs) you should have been like no we
1: can't have a show here
0: (laughs) or at least been like I mean this is it will be like we will unlock the door but basically whoever you bring is who you bring and don't expect help from the venue oh yeah
1: did they have a sound guy like not really
0: I mean I guess the way to do it would be to say I mean it seemed like the key, the, the guy had the keys to the place or
1: something right. and they're like led of like sure you can go in there.
0: But also he was telling you at the house show that it's, it's going to be,
1: be cool, like, it's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. He seemed a little like And
0: he was the promoter?
1: Yeah. 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 He seemed a little detached from reality in retrospect, but okay. like uh that's cool. That's all right. I mean Yeah. In the end uh it's an it's an interesting story. It's a fun time bonding experience with some of the folks who lived there, came out to the show, people I was on tour with. So,
0: right, yeah. I kind of love that you didn't clap for the Demon Seaman. Dude. I just
1: couldn't. I, I just couldn't clap for the <laughs> no, Demon Seaman.
0: dude. I couldn't do it. This is something that comes up on the show every now and again where we are kind of trained to where it's just considered polite that you even just got to clap just gets up there and does garbage that you're still you're supposed to like give a little clap or something and obviously if there's a decent amount of people there no one will notice if you personally don't clap
1: but when there's four people yeah (laughs) yeah i don't even think his friend clapped
0: (laughs) (laughs) in my memory i don't even remember
1: that guy clapping yeah yeah yeah. i just imagine (laughs) dope knife's face just and Danny, yeah, yeah, oh They're, they don't really take shit. They tour all the time and like
0: really don't have time for bullshit. So, so are you all over there like laughing about semen demons? Trying
1: not to. That was the true. <laughs> that was the real politeness. was not laughing about the semen demons. Yeah, clapping was a little. T- it's a tear above, but no. we didn't laugh out loud. So that's very right, kind polite. of us. Yeah.
0: Well, I just I think that sometimes politeness can be counterproductive, and this is one of those situations where I feel like if you get on stage. You say some like offensive, shitty stuff, and nobody claps. Take that for what it, whatever it is. Like yeah, know, so it's it, a growing are, moment.
1: Yeah. You know that maybe just because semen rhymes with demon, you should like. <laughs> just, I mean, you should still consult the the rhyming dictionary. <laughs> See what else is in there. Uh,
0: but yeah, there just seems like, and and granted, I've played shows where nobody clapped, and I didn't necessarily come away from that going, oh, I should change my shit, but but there's at least that moment of like this didn't work and then at least asking yourself why did this not work and maybe the reason why it didn't work is because people were there to drink and didn't care about what I was doing or whatever but uh, if you're at a hip hop show and there's the only people there who also were. There for hip hop
1: show yeah, and, it, clap, and in and in hip hop, it's so much about like crowd engagement and like yeah. participation that we have at all these ways of getting crowds to participate. If you're like an MC, like if nobody claps, you can always say, "Hey, yo, give it up for yourselves for being here," and people <laughs> okay. will always clap. They're like, Whoa! And then it makes I you feel better. It that. makes you feel better. And he didn't even know that you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even know like any way to get any from
0: us. But so. do you think also there's this there's this thing where if if what you're doing really depends on there being kind of crowd to engage and there's not. If there's like if there's only the people you're playing with and nobody else. Yeah. That's got to be hard like to, to, I mean at least by the time you got you got on there were like you said the like five, five people five there. People yeah, yeah. yeah. Before the show, not yeah. just the other folks playing which is still not very many people obviously but in
1: like a very very large venue <laughs> right <laughs>
0: uh, yeah i mean because i i just as somebody who plays like pretty quiet music i can play to five people it's not ideal
1: right and it's still like this intimate experience in a way, for like, people. where
0: you still were like okay well what can i do to make this interesting and cool for these people and yeah. in this case it was like i'm gonna MC from my bike, <laughs> ride around and be like, yeah, do that as a shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've I've played shows f- for like a couple of people, but still, if I felt like these couple of people are super stoked, then I feel like some obligation to not just half-ass it, not to just let these people who made an effort to come out feel disappointed that like, yeah there weren't enough people there for me to give a shit. And right, so,
1: right. If anything, it makes it more intimate where you can really target these folks and like play right. it for them. Yeah. Supposed to like when you play a big room and that, like it's just so many people. Right. It's hard to like really, personally connect. Right, right. Like as you're like performing. So I mean it's yeah it's not that bad to have
0: that small an audience honestly. Right. It made me think of there was one time I I got a flat I was in South Florida and I got a flat and I had a whole ordeal trying to get my tire fixed and I I showed up to the show late and on my way I was driving from like. I think Hollywood, Florida, up to Daytona Beach, and I I got a call on my phone, and this was before smartphones, and I just, it was like a random number, now I would be like, oh, that's a robocall, I'm not gonna answer it. (laughs) (laughs) Robocall! Oh, we're talking about this so much. (laughs) (laughs) But at the time, I was like, oh, hello? And at the time, I also had my phone number on my website as like, if you wanna book me, you can call me, (laughs) you know, which I wouldn't do now. But somebody, uh, this, a guy was like gonna be driving from, uh, what was it? Uh, he was gonna be driving from Gainesville to Daytona Beach. It was like a little bit of a drive. And he was just making sure, like, he was a, he knew this record. And at the time, like, nobody ever contacted me, like, hey, I'm really a big fan. I'm gonna come to your show. I'm gonna drive in a couple hours. So he tells me, he's like, oh, we're just making sure. Is this CJ Boyd? Like, are, we're gonna come to the Daytona Beach show. I just wanna make sure that. And I was like, well, actually i'm running late but i am on my way but but yeah i'm i'm probably going to be there late uh so i get there the other bands have already played and everyone's done The the show is over oh. and the the venue host or whatever is like i mean you can play if you want but it was sort of like that's just that's up to you but everyone else is long, gone and but these two people who were driven from Gainesville were there, so I was like, y'all drove from Gainesville. I'm gonna, I appreciate y'all. You know, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and play. And I played like a longer set than I would normally play, just because they were like stoked. Yeah. And it was for two people, but for the two people that really gave a shit.
1: Right. That's and, a, that's special.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was still weird, I mean, because it's still two, weird. two people. It's two people, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I'm still friends with one of those guys. Like, Where? we actually met at that show and then stay in touch, and, yeah, Aww. that's kind of yeah. sweet. Yeah. yeah. What's bad. your worst show? Does anybody ever ask you
1: what your worst
0: show is? Sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it comes up. Um, I actually did a, we're at Tree Fort, and I did a story for it about about one of my worst shows uh, a couple days ago, but uh, the short version is, because I've I've told it before on here, I played a show in Poland with a Polish reggae band. Okay, weird. Where the promoter didn't promote it as being me and a Polish reggae band, so I got up on stage with a room full of Polish Polish reggae reggae folks. Like Polish people with like dreads and in reggae colors, like trying to be That. that and it was really unpleasant not to mention then like the two of the guys in the crowd right next to the stage like heckled the entire time and we're just initially they're doing the kind of heckling where they don't think of it as heckling where they're stoked and they're like all right, C J, let's go. Let's rock and roll. Oh my god! But then when they realized I wasn't going to rock and roll, they got, it was they got heckling. Angry and yeah. it was like, why you don't rock and roll? Come on, C J. Oh my god! Come on, what do you do? Wow. Um, uh, this is very unpleasant. <laughs> do you remember this? Just one.
1: Was one um, guy. It's like do a song about weed, smoke weed every day like in the middle of my set. Just being nervous, um yeah. yeah, and so I like rapped to him about like in, looked him in the eyes and like I don't know, didn't, like rapped did some like femininity versus like to kick soft cock chopped off. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> to like tell him to just fucking go away yeah. and they were so 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 embarrassed. Um, things like that. People have been See, like, that's you what know, I'm saying.
0: Bird. You said earlier, don't engage the trolls, and that's where I'm like, sometimes engage those trolls. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: true, true, true. <laughs> put a, put a dude them. in his Check place. And wreck yeah yeah. There's a time and a him. Yeah. There's a time to do it. And then you. I guess it's always a judgment call of like, will this be effective? Like will this exactly. well, actually yeah. do yeah. what I want? And there's times when you might not feel safe doing that, or there's times when like yeah. uh, it's gonna be pointless. Like they're not gonna.
1: Yeah. Or there's modes through which it's like not helpful. Like for example, the internet. I never engage trolls. Right. Because like that's it. not that doesn't work that way. Yeah. In my opinion.
0: Yeah. Uh, I will say that having this show, it, it gives me perspective, and I've, I've heard a lot of <laughs> stories that make me go, "Hey, what is? My worst. I don't know. I think of that as my worst show, but. That wasn't that bad. Like I mean, I've had to get really heavy. I mean I've had a yeah. friend out here who like someone tried to rape her in her show. Yeah. And, and like I don't have anything like that. I can't mm-hmm. I can't compare to yeah, that, you know, yeah. where people have like really, really, really terrible shit. Not just like they didn't like my music, but you know actually really, worse really, show really yeah, possible. Yeah. So you know, it's all it's all relative. Yeah. Um, my folks have and you know some people come on here and tell stories about this like zany stuff that happened where it's like not necessarily bad but it's just weird or you yeah. know kind of a um, strange experience but I think this, this space is about to be used. yeah uh, we're about, about to folks. get we're out so let's do this Um thank you so much for yeah your story.
1: absolutely It was a yep. pleasure to speak with you about it and um just to meet you and know you yeah same. yeah
0: This episode of Worst Show Ever was made possible by the Patreon pledges of Dorana Fryman, Meg Roberts, Christina Poez, and Evan Quayberg. If you'd like to support this endeavor, please go to patreon.com slash worst show ever.